<laughs> it's been so long we forgot how to do this. I forgot everything but the greeting. <laughs> this is re- <laughs> how do we start this now? You're uh, right. You're right. I'm right. That's, there you go. And, I'm Chris, and he's Chris. That was graceful. And we are all of my issues. And our issues apparently are about putting openings. out regular, yeah, openings and putting out regular podcast episodes. Um, yeah, but we got a show. We got a show for you today. Yes. Um, should we uh, let them know what we're going to talk about? Sam? No. No. Yeah. Go ahead. No. Yeah. On the agenda today, we got uh, the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, We're going to do a recap on The Last of Us. And we're going to discuss the future of the DC Cinematic Universe. All right. uh, That should be enough to fill an episode, I think. It's uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty big stuff, I think. We've all seen... Amen and Wasp Quantumania, right? Yes, correct. Independently, yes. Independently. We've not talked about it. Well, Sam and I saw it together. Well, that's you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I guess guess we'll start there. Yeah. Okay. The uh, what'd you guys think? Tradition that Sam goes first. Okay. (laughs) We'll follow tradition. You know what? I, I enjoyed it. I thought I thought it had a a good amount of. It was a a typical Ant Man Ant Man movie. Had a good balance of of comedy and and action. I thought Jonathan Majors played a very convincing Kang the Conqueror. This version of Kang. Um, I thought Michelle Pfeiffer. Was just showing how tough she really is, <laughs> and um, I it, it kind of wanted me to, you know, look for more in the in the quantum realm. So um, I thought it was pretty good. I, I, it's not like it's not like Endgame, but I thought it was it was a nice nice movie to set off the events of the future films. So. Yeah, I I uh, I think I think all those same things. I think it's a nice, solid Marvel film. I had a real advantage in that I had passes to see it, but not opening week. So I got mm-hmm. to hear how it was the worst Marvel movie ever, and so I went in with such low expectations, and I was like, "That's that's not the worst Marvel movie ever. No, that's not even close. <laughs> no, no. I I liked it more than." Like more than the last four. Yeah. I I think I liked it more than the last Doctor Strange. Yeah. I I would probably say that too. Yeah, Um, it was like different from the Doctor Strange. It was better than the. It was better than Eternals. Better than Thor. I still haven't watched Eternals. (laughs) It's better than it though. (laughs) Right now, I have Schrodinger's Eternals in my head. It is both the best and the worst Marvel movie ever created. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand it. I didn't understand the hate. I was like, what's the problem? It's a good adventure movie. What did you guys expect? It's it's Ant-Man. What, yeah, what I, I honestly thought it was better than Ant-Man and the Wasp, the second one. 
I I could I can agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. that. I had some problems with it, but I I, I uh, what's his first name? What's Major's first name? Jonathan. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I love him. As yeah, King. he's awesome. I, he's uh, awesome. But I didn't like that they set up that Kang is the big villain for the next phase. <laughs> And that that's the worst of all the Kangs. And he's pretty that, easily beaten by Scott Lang. See, that's where I was kind of, that's what I wanted to talk about. I'm like, you know, is, is he supposed to be the worst besides, like, so uh, what are what are Kang's other personas? Uh, Immortus. Yeah, Immortus. Um, Tao Young, Rammer, um King Tut or something. Yeah, something, yeah. something like that. Yeah. The the the. What is it? The, the one century? who remains is you know is still. So the real question for me is, I don't know. I, I that that was what <clears throat> bothered me. Is there were several things that bothered me in the movie, and I just kind of let them go. I like Michelle Pfeiffer, but the very fact that she never talked about any of that stuff and like refused to, even though they were going there, like in the process of being ready to face it. It was like, we'll talk about it later. What I I would think now would be a perfect time to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, you know, trauma happens. So yeah, well, I think the, I think the trauma was Bill Murray. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was a little bit, that was a little surprising to see Bill Murray pop up in, and, uh, that's what she said. Yeah, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, what uh, some of his personas, um, what, Vic, Victor Timely, I think is one of them, right? Yeah, Victor Timely, who I think. Uh, Ramatat. Ramatat. Iron Lad. Yes. That's uh-huh. his teenage version that's trying to stop yeah. himself from becoming King the Conqueror. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the... Is it the Crimson Centurion? Or the Scarlet. The Scarlet, Scarlet Centurion. Centurion, yes. So that's what I was saying. I was like, if King the Conqueror was the worst of them and all of them were like, oh, he's he's gone now, we can move forward. It's like, yo, then are these guys... Well, I know some of them aren't bad. But it's like, are the ones that are bad, are they worse than King the Conqueror? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I... Like I get, I guess you know. Well, I I, I guess I guess maybe I'll I'll address that. Like I guess from from a uh, theory that I saw online that um, the way the ending is is that um, Ant-Man didn't really beat him. That um, he's kind of in a uh, basically like a simulation because at the end he's kind of walking through. And then I guess there's a couple scenes because I didn't really notice it, I guess, in the theater, but I kind of watched it afterwards where the same person is seen twice as he's walking down the street. And he's kind of talking about <clears throat> how things could go horribly wrong. Uh, I say <laughs> Speaking of things going horribly wrong. Yeah, OK, now I'm better. The. Uh, yeah, uh, how things could go horribly wrong. Then immediately he changes his mind. And says, "Oh no, no, everything's fine." That that's kind of part of the simulation that he's in. That Kane put him in. That's kind of forcing him to just think that everything's fine. Everything's hunky dory. Because also the way that people are addressing him, instead of 
him being confused as Spider-Man. They knew he was Ant-Man. Everybody seems to know that he's Ant-Man. They're, and in some ways, they're even surprised to see him there because I guess in that reality or that simulation, something happened to Ant-Man or, or what have you. Um, May I ask a follow-up question? Sure. To what end? Right. To take Ant-Man out of the game. I don't know. That's a theory I heard. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of with Chris. Like possible shenanigans. Possible yeah. shenanigans. I mean, the only thing that I that is is vaguely maybe kind of a point that they do kind of make is that that Delhi guy knew him as Ant Man instead of Spider Man. That maybe he's in a different. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't. Uh, but he could be in a different reality. I think or, that might be more. Or I think the girl think corrected they explain that is they explained like his daughter or co-workers or whoever else was behind the counter with him explained to when he called him yeah. Spider-Man as he walked out yeah. it was implied that they explained to them later who yeah. it actually oh, really? was I, yeah they did did they okay so there you go she was like no no I she don't... was like no no that's not that's not Spider-Man oh okay yeah yeah cause think about it I mean no one knows who Spider-Man is that's true that is true yeah. Not now. No. Not now, yeah. But I do think I could. I don't necessarily think that he's in a simulation so much, but I could see where maybe he is in a different um, multiverse. I think that's quite possible. I mean, technically, it's possible. Because yeah. that could even set off all these potential ramifications that are going to happen in the upcoming movies. I mean, that's, you know. That makes sense to me. I could see them doing that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just wonder where they're going to go with this. I love the idea. I mean, I've never been the hugest Kang fan in general. Um, not that I disliked him. But I like, uh, I like the actor a lot. I think he's. Oh, he's really good in the role. Um, I thought, honestly, in a way, I thought he was more menacing as as the the one who remains than he was in this. I think they should have killed Ant Man at the end of the movie. Uh, the reason is is because now you if if you if you actually kill him, then you've set up the stakes of oh my gosh, the most probably recognizable actor we have left got killed in the first actual movie of this phase sets the stakes high yeah I honestly thought they were just going to leave him and the wasp in the quantum realm that's what I thought was going to end up happening because I think I think they got to kind of have him for the next Avengers movie so I kind of didn't think they, I mean they don't have to yeah. but like I, who else do you have in the Avengers besides them I don't know they have a whole phase to build it up yeah they do have yeah. Thor, but I think it would be a good, good for Scott Lang to actually be a be a leader. He's like, hey, I'm I'm growing up. I used to be the stupid on the on the landing pad. Now I'm leading the Avengers into a major attack. <laughs> right there, you go. <laughs> I was thinking that like maybe Hank Pym was going to die. That's what I thought might have happened. Him or uh, Janet. 
See, I think I think Hank is just too hard to kill. I, like even in the comics, man, he's like, yeah, that's true. That's true. Just, you know what would have been a great comic reference they should have put in the movie? Whenever Janet said that she was that she had an affair with Bill Murray, have, have Hank beat her. <laughs> wow! Not really. <laughs> wow! That one slap is so funny. When I think I read something about that, that one slap was wasn't supposed to, I guess, not represent um, domestic violence, but it's like followed uh, Hank Pym all for forever now. It was Actions like the one. Uh, ramifications. Yeah. Right. Will, Will Smith learned that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that segue, did you watch Chris Rock's special? I, I, I saw a couple snippets of it. I, I watched the ending, which is where he talks about that. And yeah. My gosh. Yeah. My gosh. The, some of the, the snippets I saw were pretty, pretty fire. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched it live. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You went and saw him, huh? Uh no, Chris Rock is the only one of the few I have not seen live. I've what? seen Dave Chappelle, I've seen oh, uh okay. Kevin Hart, uh, I've seen Ricky Smiley, I've seen uh Cedric the Entertainer, DL Hughley, I've seen a number of comedians. Man. Gary Owen. So yeah. I've seen Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I've not Tops. actually seen many comedians in my life, but Jared he came Tops. to Kent State whenever I was there. So yeah. he'd be making a living out in Vegas. You got to give it to the he man. Is, he is. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, he was funny. He's funny. Yeah, I, I, at, at that point, I don't know. Was, what he's it, was like he now. was he muscle bound carrot top? No. Which version of carrot top was it? It was, no, was... nineteen ninety three carrot top. Oh yeah. I think he was funnier when he wasn't as physically. I have not seen any comedy from him. Probably since I saw him live. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. I saw I saw him. Uh, I few. Uh, this is several years ago. I'm say a few years, years, but like like fifteen years ago, something like that. Uh, when I was in Vegas, I saw him walking through um, the Luxor, and I was like, "Oh my God, there's Caraton!" And he's pretty. He's pretty big. Yeah. You know, it's kind of kind of weird seeing him like that. I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that, but steroids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, apologize that I derailed. Yeah. Our, our, our quantum mania with toxic carrot top. Yeah. The true villain of the MCU. <laughs> they, they should throw carrot top in it. They should. Yeah. They should cast carrot top as Dr. Doom. Thor, Mephisto. Oh, huh? mm-hmm. I think you lost Sam on the casting <laughs> no, part. No. no, I could get behind the Mephisto. Who would be your ideal Mephisto? Oh, uh, hmm. well, let's see. What's his name from um, from Breaking Bad? And Mandalorian um, Esposito. Oh, oh well, that's oh, a, that's a good right. actor. That's we're just going to end the nomination. Yeah, yeah, that would be there. He he would be good. Way to nail that on the first try. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. Awesome. That's yeah. Yeah, I think he would be a good Mephisto. I'm trying to think. 
Oh, what's his name from? Actually, I also think. Speaking of actors who played the, has played the devil, the guy uh, in Fargo and John Constantine. I think, I think he might play a good oh, one. Oh, uh, Peter Stormare. Yeah, yeah. That he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Hmm. In a few years, the kid from Dune. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Be able to walk the loincloth look. He, he could, he could. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I'm trying to think, who else would be good at Mephisto? Adam Driver. Adam Driver could do it. I could see Adam Driver actually. Yeah, yeah. Because even I mean Mephisto is menacing, but he's also like charismatic. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's Danny Adam Driver. DeVito. <laughs> oh, why have we not... Galifianakis? Oh my gosh, yes. Between two demons. <laughs> yeah. How have we gotten this far talking about Ant Man, Quantum Mania, and not talked about Modoc? Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. The best and the worst part of the movie. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, if they never would have lifted off that facial screen, he would have been menacing. Oh, he would have been. He looked yeah. like the comic book. Yep. Appreciated it. I was like, well, this is how they're going to do it. This is great. And then he took off the screen and I uh, the, the face thing, and I was like, oh, well, looks like they ran out of budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what happened here exactly? And then, uh, but it's pretty funny, though. Was it was. Like, I could have done without seeing Modoc's Hank Hill ass. <laughs> <laughs> he said Hank Hill. Oh wow. Hey Bubby, propane. <laughs> Modoc runs on propane. Modoc runs on propane. Peggy? He's a, he's an Avenger now though, too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's in his <laughs> Seriously, it was the best and worst. It was, it was, it was. He looked so weird. He did, he did look weird. But you know though, I mean really Modoc is pretty weird looking in the in the comic, he but, is, but he doesn't. But uh, he always looked menacing, weird though in the comic. I think but he looks like a giant cool. floating head, like yeah. giant floating head. That uh, it almost looked like it was a screen, yeah, of his face, yeah, yeah. But it does explain a lot to um to the rest of his body. It's like, oh, okay, well. Everything shrinks except for his head. <laughs> yeah, which kind of it's kind of like what happened with uh, you know, and when he got sucked into the quantum realm. But it's just it's just like it's kind of funny though because if you think back to the first Ant Man and how like really like you know pretty evil Yellow Jacket was, you know, he basically turned that one dude into just goo. Yeah. You know, and wiped him up with a tissue and flushed him down the toilet, and then now, now he's like the comic relief in Quantum Mania. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's a pretty good character arc. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh hey, you're Cassie, you're the little girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I. I yeah, like you said, the best and the worst. That's, I can't think of a better way to phrase it than that. Um, 
I think ultimately, though, I think I, I more liked it than oh yeah, I liked well, it, you know, mo- most certainly for sure. You know. I, I I didn't dislike anything they did with Modok, other than I thought his face was unnerving and not in a good way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can see that. It's like, man, we used all the budget for for uh, Wakanda forever, and well, we'll just we'll we'll, we'll draw in Modok's head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, I, t- <laughs> I was watching a movie about a group of people who shrank so small they ended up in a specific realm filled with various creatures and a blob guy that you that was wanted holes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he ended up being one of my favorite characters. Yeah, yeah where yeah. where Bill Murray shows up and admits that he's had sex with Michelle Pfeiffer. And the most unbelievable thing that takes me out of the movie is a dude's face. <laughs> I like the cannon dude, the guy with the cannon head. Cannon head. That guy yeah. was pretty, pretty cool. I was sad to see him die. I was a little bit like, oh no, I'm not him. The cannon head. I think they should have Micronauts in it. That, yeah, that's what I, it, I don't think they own the rights. I don't think they do either. But that no. would have been like a nice little. But Disney can buy everything. Why yeah. can't they buy the but, Micronauts? Yeah, because how much? It can't be worth that much now. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time you've seen any kind of Micronauts paraphernalia? Except at Michael Golden's booth. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't think that really counts. Yeah. You could get a Danzig skull and yeah. put it in the movie. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Yeah, Cry, what is that? Crystar, right? Is that how you said it? Yeah, is that? I don't know. I don't know how things. Yeah, now now, now from, you make me question. It was from the seventies, yeah, and uh, uh, or early eighties. I don't remember which, and I only ever saw it written. And I, in my head, I always said Crystar, but that could be because my first name is Chris. Oh, uh, now I just wanted to, yeah, you know, identify with a prism. Legs, I can see that. Well, yeah, make would make sense. You, I'm, I, it's got to be. It's got to be Christar because it literally yeah. is called. It's I mean, you wouldn't say Christar, Christal Warrior. Well, you might, but it it'd might. be a different comic then. <laughs> That'd be an awesome comic, <laughs> it sure would be. <laughs> I don't know. Now, now, now. Next time we see Michael Golden somewhere, we'll have to ask him. Did Michael Golden work on? Yeah, is it, that's isn't the the cover of that? I don't remember. I think it, I think it is from. from uh, I haven't. I think I have an issue or two of. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's from that. <laughs> think. I thought I bought it Lawson's. Yeah, Lawson's. Holy crap! Lawson's. Good old Lawson's in Minerva, Ohio. <laughs> The, that that would be the Minerva that's also referenced in that yes, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. I am in yes. Minerva, Ohio, for the first. It's the, it's watch. either Crystar or Crystar number eight. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh oh my gosh! I don't. I forgot that it was. I thought for, in my head that was on a Micronauts cover. Oh, because he did all the Micronauts things. Yeah, but that was just my head can. Well, Micronauts was the more popular book, I think. I did not have that one. Yeah, I didn't have that either. But maybe, we, maybe we should explain what we're talking about. No, to the to the listeners. Let them do their Let own research. Do. Okay, look up Crystar 
issue number or Crystal, the Crystal <laughs> Warrior number eight. There's a very uh, famous uh, heavy metal uh, musician, also a comic creator, I guess. Of yeah, some uh, Glenn Danzig. Glenn Danzig. He borrowed the skull off the cover without permission of Chris Dar number eight. And it's and it's and it's drawn by Michael, Michael Golden. Golden. Who if you ever get a chance to see at a convention, sometimes we'll have t shirts with that skull on it that say golden instead of in the Danzig font. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. He seems like a nice guy. He does seem pretty cool. All right. So that that was a really really big segue away from Quantumania, but um <laughs> also okay well here can I do the segue? Yeah. Yeah. Uh in other lighthearted comedic action uh uh news, let's talk about The Last of Us. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the feel good comedy of the year. Yeah, the the show, the show that made me fear fungus even more than I did already. Yeah. Exactly. I, I actually stabbed my wife because she got mushrooms on a pizza. Oh God! <laughs> Just never, safe. never. You never, you never can tell. You never can tell. And, and you know what? I think this kind of makes Gargamel the hero in the Smurfs. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Never really thought about that. Smurfs are little, little spore. Spreading yeah. disease whores. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike the snorkels, the snorkels are awesome. Right, right. They lived under the ocean. Yeah. Yes. And as we know, everything under the ocean is is, is safe, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> under the what about sea. the gummy bears? Oh, jumping here, here and there, there and everywhere. everywhere. That's it. I adventure as beyond, that's beyond compare. What does it say about that? It is such a memorable theme song. That's, that theme song. That's that thing. Uh, it's it's fire. It's, I would say that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait! Stop! 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 <laughs> Oh come on, Sam! You you love that. The no, oh man, that was that was so terrible. That's like we're we're that's that's a bad dad joke. <laughs> the thing about the gummy bears is they're most dangerous if they're, they're protecting the gummy cubs. You would never want to approach right. a gummy bear. And and if they're on cocaine, yes. And gummy berry juice? Oh, that's just craziness. Right, oh, right, right. That, that is an idea. There you go. The gummy bears and like cocaine gets into the gummy berry juice. That's a whole cocaine gummy bears. Yeah, cocaine gummy bears. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch it. We're told gummy about. snowfall bears. I don't know. So bear with me. Some people <laughs> refer to cocaine as booger sugar. Sugar-free gummy bears are the most dangerous bears of all kind of all time. Do you know why? Why is that? Because if you eat more than a handful, it will tear apart your insides in the way few things will. Your, the human body can only handle about thirty-three um, milligrams, I think it is, of 
uh, sugar alcohols at one sitting because it lines your intestines. And when it lines your intestines, it doesn't allow the absorption of any fluid. So anything you eat or drink for the next few hours immediately goes to your butthole. Hmm. Look up the Amazon reviews of sugar-free gummy bears. They are hilarious. Wow. <laughs> Talk about having some issues. Right. right. <laughs> it, the, the reviews will say, perfect gift for your number one enemy. <laughs> one is, describes a date that is uses some amazing adjectives. Wow. Hmm. So if you well, we, ever... This is, like, this is like a, uh, you could maybe use this as a weight loss uh, tactic, maybe. Oh, uh, wow. You'd have to eat like a ton of gummy bears, I guess, before you actually eat after. You don't have to eat a ton. No? No, I'm I'm serious. It's like like how many? Like five? Uh, it's probably more than five. Like, I don't... like 30. Uh, maybe. Like a bag? Hold on a second. <laughs> Allow me to bing this. Okay. The uh, <laughs> chill. How many sugar-free gummy bears does it take for you to shit yourself? <laughs> Ch- it really popped up a Vice article called "Sugarless Gummy Bears Are Not Safe for Humans." Anecdotally, people say about fifteen sugar-free bears do the trick. Fifteen. That's not that many. For a kid, it would be fewer. Huh. I mean, it'd be pretty easy to eat 15 gummy bears, I think. What happens if you eat a lot of sugar-free gummy bears? Some people experience stomach pains and gas. and can act similar to a laxative and cause diarrhea. The severity of these side effects depends on how much of it you eat and how your body reacts to it. Huh. I'm thinking there's going to be like an internet challenge if there's not already. Let's create it. <laughs> Let's create guys. It. Next episode. <laughs> How many gummy bears can we eat before uh, bad things start happening? We got to make it in a specific place, a specific place you don't want diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I'm thinking like a uh, a gas station. Like, because you never. I was thinking church. Church. I mean, the bathroom. You have to sit in the middle. That's why they call them pews, right? Oh wow! Dad joke. Oh wow! (laughs) No, I'm not saying an actual church that we would attend. Let's be disrespectful to other (laughs) (laughs) people. Where would be the worst place to? On an airplane. An airplane. Yeah, airplane would be pretty bad. That would be expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking someplace where you have no choice but to really just shit yourself. (laughs) Oh, I got it. Um, Okay. uh, What is those... What's those rooms that you you can't get out of? Escape room? Escape, escape room. room. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I couldn't think of escape for some reason. That was. A... What about a swimming pool? Yeah, swimming pool's pretty good. I think any festival concert that you're at. Oh, my gosh. You know, the middle of a mosh pit. Right, right, right. That's what I'm thinking. Because <laughs> that would be. I mean, granted, you would probably clear a path. 
would you? Oh my gosh, you people would be mean? slipping and sliding <laughs> yeah, all over yeah, the place. Yeah, that's uh, it'd look, that'd be horrendous. It'd look like <laughs> it'd be. Uh, <laughs> it'd look like Woodstock '94. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, people! Oh man, chucking your butt turf at Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, yeah. be like, hey, is that a gummy bear? Oh. <laughs> Tell everyone that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everyone I was there. Yeah, yeah. Commemorative T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> the gummy bear apocalypse. Oh man! All right. I... <laughs> uh, so the Last of Us. So the Last of Us. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm just gonna say this up front. I I have not played the game. I'm gonna say this up front. I played the game when it was new. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember it. I mean, I do, but I don't. Okay. I've never played the game, so. You never played the game? Never. I remember the ending. It follows. This, in general, follows the game plot pretty well. It expands on some things and unexpands on something, changes some things. Yeah. That's. I saw like uh, a couple little snippets, like clips of it on YouTube from the game, just to kind of, because I was curious, because mm-hmm. I wanted to see. And it, I thought it was pretty, thought it was pretty close. I mean, they, they changed some things, I guess, narratively. But I will say, spoilers for the movie and game here. I will say, in the very first episode, yeah, one of the things that really stuck out to me when I played it was the forced perspective from the game like you're looking around in the in the car and seeing the things the, the burning house and yeah. all this other stuff was really and I was like oh this I don't remember that exactly I said this reminds this reminds me so much of the feeling you got when playing the game and then uh, the television show uh, a car almost runs almost T-bones them well in the game the car does T-bone them so that was a real big like when it didn't happen. I was like, "Oh, like what is going on?" And then there was that thing crash and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah, that was crazy. It was pretty crazy. But you you didn't play the game either, Sam, right? Yeah, I didn't play the game. Yeah, yeah. I would say the biggest change is they changed them into fungal zombies instead of gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> instead of gummy bear uh, shit zombies, the. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I, I really didn't know too much about The Last of Us. I knew it was kind of like a apocalyptic type thing. I didn't even know if it was like I didn't know anything about the fungus stuff. I, you know, I knew yeah. there was kind of like zombie things, but I didn't know what the whole premise of it was. But um, I heard so many good things about the show that I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta watch it now and see. And I. I loved it. I really you know what I really enjoyed, and as people who did not play the video game, I would like your uh, uh, take on this. Uh, did you guys see it coming that the daughter was going to die in the first episode? No. Yes. Okay. You did. You did, yeah. Sam. Yes. I, did you I, hear I about that earlier, or did you, you? No, I just, I just had a sense because, you know, it, it, it was. The, the way everything was going down, it's like she already got hurt, and 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 everything. And, oh, uh, I'm I'm talking even before that. Uh, I'm yeah. t- I, I meant just like I thought it was. 
it was different than the game and it focused on the day-to-day life of that last day of her almost everything from her perspective yeah yes um and i i thought that was a interesting choice oh i see what you're saying like yeah you thought she was at least gonna last through episode two but yeah Yeah. like i just like uh she's she's gonna die (laughs) yes i knew i knew it was uh uh basically uh uh, the character Joel, and then I knew there was a little girl. I just assumed it was his daughter. Mm. So I didn't even, I, cause I didn't know any of the actors except for, uh, um, uh, the Mandalorian guy. Um, Oh gosh, he ruined it. There you go. Thank I was you. so much enjoying <laughs> watching him try I know, to find like, the name. Like, what is it? Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so well, I well, you I, knew Bella Ramsey from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. She's the best character in Game of Thrones. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, I just assumed that it was. And she's daughter. the best because she died before the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went out on a high high mark. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, do you, uh, would you all venture? I saw this and it is absolutely true and absolutely incredible. The age difference between Pedro Pascal and, and Bella Ramsey okay. is the same as Leonardo DiCaprio and his new girlfriend. Oh my God, really? Because wow. Bella Ramsey's 19. Wow. And he's, I don't know how old. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I think they made Pedro Pascal look a little bit older in this, though, right? I mean, I'm thinking, he, like, no, it seems like, like, yeah. I mean, because it seemed like he has a little more gray hair than, well, than what he had. Than yeah, he, they had to age him. I think yeah. he's like 40 something, late 40s. Yeah, he's, 40, he's 47. 47 yeah but i think for the for the whole for the movie i mean for the show i think they kind of because they do they kind of do a, a time oh, that leap that time leap too yeah you said yeah like a, yeah that's true i didn't think about that i'd like to talk about the fact that almost every episode makes me in my old age makes me go i think i might cry yeah yeah <laughs> i uh yeah it is it is uh like this, the episodes have gotten pretty me pretty emotional. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I was like, man, uh, this apocalyptic show is yeah. like a lot more, uh, you know. And that third episode with uh, Ron Swanson. Oh, my God. Can yeah. I tell you the funniest thing that happened during that episode? What's and that? for the listeners, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to set the scene. OK. Uh, spoiler alert. So you're introduced to Ron Swanson. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, uh, God, now you said Nick. Uh, Nick Offerman. It's Nick Offerman. Yeah. Uh, you're introduced to Nick Offerman, another actor that I don't know, but apparently he was in White Lotus and amazing. Yeah, and, yeah he was pretty good in White Lotus. Yeah, I didn't uh, realize he was in White Lotus until after the fact. So. Uh, I didn't see White Lotus, so... Mm. Um, you've got this where they meet each other. They have this... Uh, emotional bonding over Linda Ronstadt at the piano. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they've kind of come to the 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 thing of by chance, two 
uh, isolated homosexual men have met each other and are attracted to each other, and there's this moment of a very tender kiss. Well, I just got a new sound bar, which uh, <laughs> was not working necessarily <laughs> properly. So right <laughs> as their lips touch in this very serious, tender moment, my sound bar goes... Power on, like, <laughs> which just took me out of the moment. Oh, oh god, yeah, that would take you out of the moment. I can see that. <laughs> but I mean, it was the exact second. It was like lips to power on. So I've come to the conclusion that my soundbar um, also is uh, also uh, yeah. homosexual. That could be. That could be. I haven't yet tested the theory, but, yeah. but okay. that episode I, was amazing. That was a, that one was. of the best episodes of television I've seen in a while. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Um, Nick okay. Offerman's acting in it was just <laughs> superb. Yeah, I did not. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that is one of the differences between the game and the show. Is in the sh- in the game, you never met Frank. Oh, you didn't? Oh. And there was lots of interaction between Ellie and Frank, or Ellie and uh, Bill. They they argued a lot. Mm. And uh, you did uh, know that Frank existed, and it was implied that it was part of a relationship before. Well, I shouldn't say you never see Frank. You saw Frank skinned alive and hanging in a barn or something like that. Oh, God. Um, Oh, man. And there was a a note found that kind of explains that they hate each other. Mm. So I much preferred what they did in the show. Yeah. Oh, wait. So so in the game, they were they broken up. Oh, okay. Oh, they were broken up in the game. Oh, oh man, so, Frank had died. So Bill, so Bill was more crazy in the game. Uh, he was. Yeah, he was more stereotypical prepper without the lovable side of him that you get to see in that episode. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, can we? And I don't I, remember I, all their interactions. I just remembered him and Ellie sparred a lot verbally. Because I really wanted to talk about that particular episode. Because was it just me or was like Frank just he had no plan. He was just like, oh, I'm going. Can can you get me out of here? I'm heading to Boston. And then, oh, can I take a shower? Oh, oh, can I can I get something to eat? Oh, let me just play this piano. I'm like, dude, I like this dude. Just just like earwormed, earwormed his way into this guy's home. Yeah. Um, I took it as a he just at first wanted some food but then I took it as he was picking up on subtle clues and trying to extend the the visit to uh, and that that was why he asked who's the girl to really ask that probing question and when he said uh, he said there is no girl he's like I know yeah 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 because he had no place to go I'm not saying that it didn't start as as him using, but I, they ended up with a very tender relationship. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I like bro. how I like it was immediately three. I'm not stay. I, 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 I'm going to stay for a couple of days, and then the next thing was three years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like right. how the, they're they're ending to their relationship better than what it sounds like happened in the game. Oh yeah, because sure. uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty touching moment that they. All kind of, yeah. And that, you know, they didn't know what was wrong with Frank. You know, there's no, 
doctors to go see. I assume. Or I, th- I assume they knew, and I assumed that uh, it was a debilitative disease like Lou Gehrig's disease. That's what I was thinking. Something like yeah. that, or some kind of cancer or something. I don't know. They don't still call it Lou Gehrig's disease. ALS. Sorry, ALS. I don't just. I don't know that calling it Lou Gehrig's disease is insensitive. But yeah, oh, Lou Gehrig had ALS, so whatever. It's good <laughs> enough for him. That name. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was a really good episode. And then also the the one where uh, uh, what is it? The one where the brother and the younger brother who's deaf. Oh yeah, oh, Henry in Kansas City. Yeah. Oh god, that was that was rough. That was a rough one too. Um. This last episode that we're not going to talk about because Sam hasn't watched it was very good as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, fun fact about that last episode: the I'm going to be very vague on this. Not the main character from the new town, but the person that he talks to a lot. The gentleman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the voice of Joel yeah, in the? Yeah, I, I saw that after. Uh, in the, and I would assume the voice of Ellie will be showing up. I think I saw her in the preview. Um, you know, I think. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Her name is Ashley Johnson, and she is part of Critical Role. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, as a whole, though, I, I'm really impressed with the whole series. She, she was also the waitress in Avengers. That Captain America saves. Oh, the really? Oh, that's funny. She was also the youngest sibling. In the fevers. Yes. Yep, uh, growing pains. Oh, get out of here. Show me that smile again. Show me that smile. <laughs> Don't waste another minute on your crying. We're nowhere near me. Why seriously? Eighties uh, theme songs. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty catchy. I do you know any theme songs of any shows now? The whole universe was in a dark. The, the Big Bang Theory. That one. Well, that show's not on anymore. Yeah. No, it's not on anymore. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't uh, think they make good, catchy theme songs anymore. I don't think that's like a thing anymore. I mean, if we're if, if we're gonna go like the Big Bang Theory and talk about ones in recent, uh, uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, but there's no <laughs> lyrics though. You know that it's got like a few. You know that's like uh, that's almost like, um, like a like the Seinfeld thing. You know. Oh man. I I mean, think uh, can you think any Sam? I'm trying to think of some. Because um, even like you know like like your like Cheers the Cheers theme song was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I can't. Like, it's besides besides Big Bang Theory. I don't think there's any oh, like, recent time. I could be your uh, young Sheldon. I can be your hero. I am a mighty little man. I am a mighty. That's young Sheldon. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know that one. Malcolm in the Middle. I'm answering questions. Or, or yeah, that's that. But not that's not modern. Much. That's yeah. That's yeah. I guess that's, that's not modern. Um, let's see. Uh, 
Let's see. I, uh, I don't have cable, so I don't really watch anything unless it's on a streaming service. Um, I don't even know what shows are out there. Yeah. You know they remade Night Court? Yeah. Yes, they did. I didn't remake, but, but it's, it's a, Harry Anderson's daughter, speaking of right, Big right. Bang Theory. Yeah, I kind of wanted to see it just to... Because I used to love Night Court. I love Night I Court. I love Night Court. Yeah. It's okay. I've, I've watched it on... You watched it? On, it's yeah. okay? Yeah, it's okay. I don't think it's as funny as Night Court, but it's okay. I think John Lorquette uh, is still funny. Hmm. Yeah, because he's the what, he's the only remaining cast member, right? Well, well, I mean, there's he's the one that's on there, but I mean, there's three of them that are still alive. Oh, Who, so. Who's still alive? Charles Robinson's still alive. Mac? No, I don't think. I think Mac's dead. Uh, oh, Mac is dead. Oh, I thought yeah. Because I, I, I know Marky Post. Marky Post dead. died. And uh, I liked Anderson her a lot when I was young. Yeah, yes. I had an obsession with her. Actually, I wouldn't call it an obsession. No, I'm, I had a straight on. I was like, I, I loved Marky Post. Yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick really loved Marky Post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm like trying to, to dedicate see. this entire episode to Marky Post. To Marky Post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Harry Anderson is gone. Yeah. Um, what about uh, uh, Bull? I think Bull's still alive. Uh, let me see if Charles Robertson is alive or not. I think he might be. No, he he died uh, uh, 2021. So uh, Richard Mole is still alive. Um, Marshall Warfield is still alive. Oh, man. Roz. Was that yep. Roz? Yeah. That's Roz, yep. So everybody else who was significant. Oh, wait, let's see. Um... Quan Lee, let's see if the actress Quan Lee, if she's still alive. Yes, she's still alive, Quan Lee. That was Mac's wife. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, of like uh, kind of things from the 80s and resurgences and stuff like that, I watched um, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. You guys, yeah. No, but it's on my list of things oh, that I can't Yes. Have you seen it, Sam? No, it's on my list. Oh, oh man. See, see it as soon as you can because it is, it is really, really good. Oh, man. Richard Mole is 80 years old. Wow, wow. And six foot eight. Yeah, that dude a, was tall. Is tall, I guess I should say. But he was tall as well. Yeah, he was and is. <laughs> All right, so the I don't know. We have anything else to say about the Last of Us? I mean, uh, it this is just a quality show. Yeah. Um, it, it surprised me how much I liked it. Actually, I was kind of I because I, I, I feel they focus on the drama as yeah. much as they do on the action. Yeah. But when they do action, it's usually really good action. Right, right. That's true. That is true too. Yeah. I I, I have a confession. What's the confession, uh, uh, Let me see. What's her name? Uh, what's is Joel and what's Joel and what's Ellie? Her? Ellie. 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 Uh, at times, Ellie was was giving me Carl vibes. Oh, Carl! Carl, like stay in the barn, and then he was never in the barn. 
it like annoying kind of you know how after like episode after season four people kept thinking carl was getting annoying yeah she was kind of doing that to me for for at least three episodes because it was like girl just shut up and i understand that you're you're a teenage girl but at the same time it's like like she it was her character was kind of annoying to me at at times I think and, that's character, though, in a way. And I know, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's like I was like, I was like, oh, she's she's over the top annoying, and it's getting giving me the Carl from Walking Dead vibes now. <laughs> I can see why, though. I think yeah. they, I think they purposely those first couple episodes made her kind of annoying, so that otherwise you'd end up hating Joel for being mean to her. Right, right, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. But I think she grows, especially this last episode you haven't seen yet. Yeah. And you kind of understand why she's kind of the way she is with, from that mall episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I like that. Once she starts with her dad jokes. Yeah. She starts to grow on you, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. But um, Joel's brother, it's just like. We, we live in a commune, so you're communist? Yeah, that's what a commune is. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Man, they got it made, though, the way they're, like, as compared to everybody else that seems to be around in that in that world. Except for Bill and Frank. Yeah, Bill and Frank did have it made, that's true. They did oh, have a yeah. pretty good setup. But, I mean, as, as far as feeling like normal life, it's probably the closest is the commune. Yeah. So, so... Uh, um, Chris, as a person who played the game, I'm mm-hmm. trying. I'm trying to understand. So, do these fungus? So we can't like set these things on fire. Well, the game is a little bit different in that uh, spores are a risk in the game. Mm. So it's airborne in certain areas. Oh. Um, I mean, you can set the fungus on fire. The problem is, is that it's just in everybody, or it's just in so many people, so easy to spread. But they're—I mean—they're no more flammable than a normal human being, I don't think. Right. Well, I was just wondering. It's like, is because um, you know, the fungus is growing all around, and if one of the uh, people who are affected, like, is near it or something like that, and you like touch it, they can. I thought that which I thought that was pretty cool. The fact that you know they can sense it, a whole bunch of can sense if you're someplace and they can find you easily because of the fungus that you stepped on or something. Yeah, that is that is a television show original. Is it okay? They they said actually some the creators said if we would have made it spore based, then nobody would have survived. Right. right. Um, when we actually are making a realistic television show out of whatever we're doing. So instead, some, you know, fungus does communicate. Under, yeah, a lot, you know, a lot of plants are, yeah. you know, there. I guess there's been studies that there's some kind of well, communication. Apparently, they, apparently they, they communicate through the chemicals, and so when you cut grass and you smell fresh-cut grass, it's actually grass warning other grass that the apocalypse is coming. Crack, crack, and help. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah uh, 
I like that they show like the final form of the fungus as it just eats up the body and is just there. Yeah, they kind of like yeah, yeah, that's pretty. But specifically, like the the is that, it's not like that in the game. Uh, no, it is. Oh, I just like the, I just the visuals are really good in the in the, in the yeah, television show. Yeah, it's almost like kind of like the fungus. It is like because even in the opening sequence, it's almost kind of uh, kind of beautiful. Yeah, in a way, you know. The uh, the the fungus, the cordyceps that it's actually based on that yeah. create the ants. Yeah. Um. It, it is slightly you know different in what it does to the zombie ants. What it actually does is causes them to climb to a place that has the proper moisture and sunlight and stuff. And then um, they do a death bite on the leaf where they just bite and never let go again. And the fungus then will take over them and sprout out of them after they're dead and then spore off. Mm. So they've kind of just, I don't think the fungus itself is as dangerous as being infected by um it actually, unless you ingest it or are bitten by it into your system, I don't think it's as dangerous. Okay. I do have a little complaint, though. Okay. So you're telling me, Tess, instead of grabbing all those grenades or at least one grenade out of the out of the uh, out of the crate, you're going to try to use an old lighter to blow yourself up when you could have just used a grenade and pulled the pin and just dropped it. I think I'm going to make two comments to address your concern. Zippos are amazing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. In fact, it only would have been cooler if she would have held it in one hand and snapped her fingers to light it with the other. Second off, never underestimate the needs of Tess that maybe she just wanted to make out with a zombie. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. Yo, yo, where I come from, we say she's for the streets. <laughs> um but no, that is a, that is a very valid point. There was a lot of things that would have caused. <laughs> yeah, but maybe a grenade would have just exploded the spores everywhere, or spread the fungus more. I don't know. Uh, Fires. Uh, it. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, she'd already set the. I would assume that. I don't know enough about explosives, but I would assume a grenade would light the uh, gasoline. gasoline on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, but I don't honestly know. Because I've never played with grenades. Yeah. <laughs> or gasoline in that way. Or uh, grenades. Grenades. I said what I said. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess Last of Us pretty pretty good overall, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah I, I, think I, was, it, I think it's solid. Yeah. I was uh, pretty blown away by it myself. I uh, didn't, tend to, didn't expect to like it as much as I did. I actually think I like it more... Than any of the Walking Dead stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, like, well, I mean, and it, it is incomplete. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just even. Walking Dead, like around season four, yeah. was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after they got away from the farm. Yeah, yeah. And right around the time of Negan. Yeah. I was, there was a really good run in there. Um. But yeah, I guess I mean this is just the first. But it's every so far, like every episode has been really. Oh, it's been great. Yeah, I also yeah. love that after the first episode, they announced that there'd be a season two. After the yeah. ratings of the first episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. 
So the uh, so yeah yeah so I guess a big basically a big plus on the uh, on the Last of Us. Seems like we we all unanimously like it. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, I don't know. We have anything else to say about the Last of Us, Sam? Or we're pretty good on that. Shall we move on? Yeah, I think um, I think it, we we've covered the the most of of that universe of the Last of Us universe. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Now, now speaking of universes, should we segue to another universe? The DC universe? Yes, I think that's how a Segwig works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's do that then, I guess. Uh, so it looks like they have a couple of movies that are slated to come out soon. First, uh, I guess, is Shazam. Shazam! <laughs> Shazam, the story of Gomer Pyle. <laughs> I was confused by the first Shazam movie. Gomer Pyle was not in it. Nope. I, don't under- I don't get it. I don't get Golly. it. Golly. Golly. Kids, please look up Gomer Powell. Yeah. So, uh, Fury of the Gods, right? That's the new Shazam. That's correct. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of, I like the first Shazam movie. I don't, do you guys, guys, uh, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was uh, one of the more solid DC outings. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of kind of looking forward to this one. Yeah, yeah this, like this one has Helen Marin and Lucy Liu and making good. So yeah, I'm good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sounds like Sam signed up for day one. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. He had, had to see the casting. <laughs> so the one thing that does kind of surprise me though is how um, interesting the Flash movie trailer looks. Yeah. Um, you know, there's obvious issues, I guess, with uh, Ezra Miller. Yeah, I suppose. Um, you know, kidnapping and everything else, I guess. But uh, um, the movie looks looks pretty good. Um, I, I'm excited to see. Uh, it looks like it's groomed for success. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah! 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 That's I'm not gonna lie. That was a good one. That was that was that was I'm a good full one. of dad jokes tonight. <laughs> I just uh, yeah I uh, I I I kind of I'm kind of torn. I want to see the movie because I Michael Keaton and everything, but <laughs> it's like I also don't want to support Ezra Miller. But uh, I guess you know I I have a confession to make. Okay. Uh, I don't give I don't give a crap about any of these movies until it resets. Until it resets, yeah. um, I just I'm, I'm more excited about the Michael Keaton Batman. I guess that's, that's yeah. I figure I'll I, I, I'll catch it when it's on HBO Max. Yeah, You're not not excited about Shazam at all. No, not enough to go see in the theater unless like my whole family's going and they get pressure me into it. Hmm. It's not that I'm against Shazam. Yeah. Um, but I just, since I know everything is resetting with Flashpoint, yeah. I don't need to know how it resets. Right, right, yeah. I guess it I know it's going to reset. And I know that uh, that Aquaman movie is not going to count for anything. Oh, so. see, because I was just going to ask, because I'm look, you know, looking at the 
the DC map that James Gunn had provided for everyone. I didn't know if Aquaman was because it looks like it has the universe reset and Aquaman and Blue Beetle are after that. So I didn't know if they were part of the reset or they. I, I, yeah, which how's that go? Because you got. I think that the reset will take all of those movies. I think once that Aquaman movie is over, that's the last time you'll see Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Um. So the Blue Beetle movie is also not going to be really part of... Let's see, what you have to look at is all of those movies were already in production before James Gunn was here. Oh, see, I thought I thought his... I thought Blue Beetle was kind of his idea. Mm-hmm. To kind of do... No? I didn't realize that. Okay. No, I don't think so. I mean, it, the, the, the big changes after, after the reset of, of The Flash... When you start getting into actual new things, I guess we'll talk about. If you look at Creature Commandos, features Weasel from his Suicide Squad, Waller, Suicide Squad, Superman Legacy, a movie that he's writing. So it really gets into his stuff. And that looks like it's going to have, like, a, what is that, All-Star Superman type of feel to it. It kind of looks like. I liked All-Star Superman. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know... And Lanterns, I guess that's... Uh, so, I'm assuming that's more than just one Green Lantern. That is how Jordan and Jon Stewart. Is that how it is? That's, yeah, that's it is an lineup. HBO Max series. Oh. And he said, in the vein of True Detective. Interesting. Oh, that would be nothing to you, Rick, would it? No, I have to watch it. Oh my gosh, you I watched the first it. season? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Wow. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch that, yes. Yeah. About some sort of, like, they're solving a crime. Hmm. I'm going to guess. Like Lethal Weapon. What's that? Like Lethal Weapon. Riggs! Oh, (laughs) man. Yeah, I could. I was surprised by the authority announcement. That's Um, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of of weird, too. Paradise Lost, another live-action series. About, yeah, about Paradise Island. Batman what he said, what he say, uh, Paradise Lost was like Game of Thrones on, I can't say the name, Themyscira, is that Themyscira, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, huh? Batman, the Brave and the Bold. I yeah, was surprised that they a, chose that name. Right, right. Is it going to yeah. be animated? No, that is a, that is a Batman movie featuring Batman and Damian Wayne. Really, as Robin. Really, wow, wow. Oh. What are your thoughts on that, Sam? Oh. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. But I'm okay. feeling that. <laughs> I'll tell you what I am feeling: Booster Gold. Booster Gold. That's going to be hilarious. Yeah, I have, I don't know, a soft spot in my heart for the Blue Beetle, the original Blue Beetle, Booster Gold relationship. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, he's the second Blue Beetle. I'm sorry, yes. The the, the uh, second Blue Beetle. Not the, not the new. Uh, With the Scarlet, 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 S-C-A-R-A-B. Scarab or something? Yeah. Oh, Scarab. Scarab, yeah. yeah Scarab. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what they do with Booster Gold too. They, I'm I'm pretty interested in these uh, these selections they they made. Um, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, that that'll be interesting too. Yeah, I think I think they might do the whole her being a legionnaire, maybe. Int- that that would be cool. That would be yeah. cool. And uh, and of course, I'm I'm curious about the swamp thing. I also appreciate this decision that every other thing that's not in the normal universe will officially get the Elseworlds title, which I've always said they should do. Right, right, yeah. Because that it makes it makes sense. And then what we got the new Joker movie that's coming out with Harley Quinn, right? Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, Harley Quinn. Uh huh. New Batman Part Two. I'm looking forward to that a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. curious to see what they do with that too. Is that one? Is it supposed to be Joker as the main villain in that one? I don't well? think or, so. No. Okay. I, they haven't announced it, but I th- I think he said he didn't want to do the Joker. Yeah, the, uh, it's overdone. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe save him towards a bigger moment. Yeah. Because that that scene that they cut out of the Batman with the Joker was was, was pretty, pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. A different take, a little bit of a different take, but I, I liked it though. Yeah. Uh, Teen Titans Go. So uh, they're just, I, I guess, new new episodes. Waffles. Then? Waffles. 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 I, I don't get why people don't find that show funny. That show's hilarious. The show is amazing. It is. It is pretty good. It's pretty good. When I met Kari Payton. I told him about the fact that I can't walk down Frozen Isle without singing the Waffle song. <laughs> that, that's yeah. Thank you, Team Titans Go, for that. Yes. And then uh, Superman Lois. So that's yep. yeah. That's that's a pretty good lineup. Yep, pretty good lineup. I'm anxious to see. I like James Gunn. Yeah, he's. I'm uh, trying to think of any movie that he's ever done that I didn't at least like. Oh, let me look. See, let's. Um, you look and I'll look. Yeah, I'm. I'll pretty, bing it as well. We'll bing it. Bing it. Chat GPT it. <laughs> I will ask Jeeves. We could uh, could Yahoo it. Hold on a second. I'm getting on web crawler. <laughs> Have you seen Peacemaker yet? I never finished it. Oh man, I liked really, it. It's really what I watched good. of it, which really was like good. the first four episodes or something. Yeah, Peacemaker was good. Yeah, I was I was really really surprised how good it was. Um, I get busy, and then I, you know I don't keep up with things. Super Super was was well, that was pretty good actually. Uh, pretty yeah, good. yeah. All right, so I can't go back to the beginning because I didn't watch Tromeo and Juliet. Mm, I right. did. I have that on DVD, actually. 
Uh, let's see. I pretty much I uh, like most things that like I, I appreciate most things he's done. I guess I'm gonna start with Dawn of the Dead because I know he did Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo Two while well, he wrote Scooby Doo Two, but I feel I, what I read is they changed his screenplay quite a bit. So Dawn of the Dead, I've seen that. <laughs> seen Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah, Thirteen Ghosts is pretty. That's pretty good. Slither, I liked. I liked Slither quite a bit, actually. Yeah, yeah, Slither yeah, was good. Movie Forty Two was just messed up. I don't know if I saw that. Yeah, it's well, kind of- I don't. That was, if I remember correctly, that was a movie that was produced by a wealthy person. And who must have had information? I don't know. It, there was a lot of people involved with that, so I don't think it was just him making it, right? Right. Yeah, he just, just did. He just segment, did it. I guess. Yeah, segment. Yeah, he's got a pretty good track record. Yep. James Gunn. James Gunn. So, all right, I guess uh, we uh, we covered a bunch of different topics here. Yep. Uh, Do we have anything else to add? I'm hoping Viola Davis is still Amanda Waller. She is. Oh, very. Yeah, I can't can't really see. I think he. I think he said. He said, "Okay, yeah," because I can't. uh, She's perfect in that role. Yeah. Even though I do love me some Angela Bassett. <laughs> she was Amanda Waller first, so. Oh, was she? Yeah, in the Green Lantern. She was Amanda Waller. She was, I didn't even realize Amanda Waller was in Green Lantern. Yep. I've only seen that movie one time. I wasn't, I guess I wasn't paying attention. What <laughs> else even realize? Yeah. I really hope Superman Legacy is really good. I'm hoping it is too. Superman deserves a really good movie. He hasn't had one in a long time. All right. It was, it was weird because we had a really good Superman, but not a really good Superman movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Emo Superman. No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both. Uh, are you talking Brandon Ralph? No. Are you talking Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill is evil Superman to me. And that's not really his fault. That's the writer's fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. He played the part that was written for him. Yeah. I mean, he looks the part. He looks... uh, Him and Brandon Roth were both excellent, uh, like, for what they were, For what they wanted, they were both great. Yeah. I just... I think Henry Cavill could be an amazing Superman with the right project. I think so, too. I think so, too. Because, I mean, he has... He definitely has the acting chops to, to... Needed to pull it off, I think. Yeah. And if all else fails, he could still do his arm, his arm gun. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that's uh, that's about it. So just remember, kids, you can check us out on our website, allofmyinsures.com. Uh, also, we're on your favorite podcasting uh, platforms and, uh, Check us out. We're on uh, major, our also social medias uh, at All of My Issues on Facebook, 
and find us on our individual Instagram and Twitter accounts. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Thanks for watching or thanks for listening, I guess. No watching. Maybe they watch too. Maybe it they could be. That's kind of creepy. The as the words were just coming out into yeah. their making sweet love to their ears. Yeah. All right. Thanks for All listening. Right. Wait. Bye. See ya. <laughs>